0: It takes a village to raise a child. We all know that, right? But what happens if you can't find your village because raising your child is really, really tough? What if you are so filled with shame and doubt and guilt and fear of judgment that you don't share your triumphs and your struggles? You don't talk about it because you don't think anyone can possibly relate. Well, I've been there and it was really hard for me to find my tribe. So I decided to make mine. I went out and found these amazing mothers who are also in the trenches, struggling to raise their kids. Together, we are a community. And in this podcast, On The Hard Days, you'll find motivating stories from other real moms who get it. We're going to accept who we are and how we show up for our children each and every day, even on The Hard Days. Welcome back. This is season two, episode one of On the Hard Days, and I am so excited to begin this new format of my show. Basically, and I told you this in the last episode as I did kind of an overview of the changes to come, the first season was really about my own journey, raising my son, and some of the challenges that we faced And I needed to get that off of my chest and I needed to share my story because I know it helps other moms and it was therapeutic for me too. But now that I've told my story, I want to move forward in a motivating, positive way. And so I'm going to do that in in two different styles. Once a week, you're going to hear me share a story of my own along with Some sort of motivating message that may or may not have actionable steps that you can start with, you know, right now, today, to help you on your journey as a mother. And then the other episode of the week is going to be an interview with a mom discussing some of those hardships that it's not just me who struggles with them. I know you guys do, too. So it's nice to hear from other people as well and not just myself. So, for today, episode one, this is me. And I wanted to share with you a message about kindness. Now, not kindness like an elementary school child would think of it. I mean, really stepping out of your comfort zone for someone else. And I want to tell you today why doing this will not only bring joy to the person you are kind to, and we kind of know that, of course. That's been ingrained in our heads since we were children, and it's, it's true. But in addition, it does so much for you and your mental health. Now, mental health as a mother is a hot topic for me, and as you know, it's something that I've struggled with over the years. In raising twins, in raising a child with some challenging behaviors that I didn't quite know how to support and connect with, I felt very lonely. I felt angry at myself for not handling certain situations in a positive way. I felt guilty for my other children. I felt doubt that I could even do this job as a mother. I felt a lot of things and my mental health suffered because of that. And I stayed in hiding about it for a long time. And I know there's so many other mothers out there who are also in hiding because it's like, I can't share this. This isn't information that I can share with other people because I'm just too embarrassed I should be better than this right and there's a lot of judgment on yourself and a lot of pressure in this journey of my own I have found many different strategies and tips and ideas that have helped me feel a lot better about myself as a mother and one of them the one I'm going to share today Is really about kindness and about digging deep into what that looks like for you, not just the person on the other end receiving it. Today was the perfect way to explain the idea of kindness and how important it is to your mental health. Today was a tough day in many regards, and I had promised myself that as we move forward into season two, I don't want to always sound like I'm venting and complaining about raising my kids. That's not the message I'm trying to get across. That being said, we still have tough days and tough moments, and today was no exception. However, with all of what happened today, essentially, Miss Seven wasn't feeling well and she stayed home, and that's really hard for Mr. Seven to go to school when his sister is home. In fact, it's rarely happened, and they're only in first grade, but it's, it's rarely happened, And he's scared and and nervous and anxious about going to school by himself. I completely understand. They are in the same class this year, so that doesn't actually make it any better. But it was a matter of being brave. And he was very upset this morning, but he had something fun going on. He was going to be reading with a, a third grader, doing some reading, like a reading buddies sort of partnership. And he was really looking forward to it. So I knew... We could kind of guide him to go to school, even without his sister, because he was excited for this new thing. And, you know, it was a bit of a rough morning, but he did go. To finish his story up, before I get to a few other things that I did not see happening in my day today, in school, he did okay, he was very brave, and... He did struggle a little. He did get anxious at one point, and the school nurse gave me a call, and he was fantastic and um, really helped Mr. Seven out with with his nerves. He ended up reading with the buddy. He had a very good time and came home very happy and proud of himself. In fact, we had a really touching moment, and I'll share that coming up at towards the end. So after I left for work this morning, I was bringing Mr. Four to his preschool, and As I am walking him into the building, I see a mom with, um, he was probably two and a half to three, so a little guy, and he was having an epic meltdown, like the kind you see in the movies, (laughs) like the kind that every mom dreads happening in public where other people can see, that kind of meltdown. It was limp body throwing your legs around just screaming with no words coming out kind of meltdown and I can totally relate to that this poor mom was struggling and she had a bunch of bags in her hand and he was just flopping around at her feet and just screaming and screaming and screaming and she was flustered I get it and at first she was kind of scolding him like no stop stop crying you know and and i don't i could tell just by the way she was saying it as i'm walking mr ford to the door i could tell that it's not that she was angry at him it's just she was flustered super overwhelmed and of course people are walking by multiple parents with their kids are walking by and it's hard not to look the kids look they want to see who it is which of their classmates is crying and it draws attention and that's mortifying if you've never been in that position as a mother I am happy for you because it's, it's more, it's embarrassing. It's mortifying. You just feel like you have lost all control. And to be honest, you kind of have lost all control. There's nothing you can do about it. And you worry that people are judging you for how you're handling it, which just makes you stress out over it even more. At least it did for me when I've been in these situations and I have been many times. So has Parent after parent after parent walked by, including myself, and I dropped off Mr. Four. And as I was um, dropping him off, I did say to a teacher, you know, there's a mom over there. She's having a tough time with her little guy. And they looked out and, okay, you know, and that was it. I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they would go out and see if she needed help. But by the time I walked out the door to go back to my car, there was no help yet. And this poor boy, he was still screaming. And this poor mom, she just, she didn't even have words. She was trying to hold him, but he was wriggling out of her grasp. So he was on the ground, on the sidewalk and like rolling around and she's trying to hold him. And he's just screaming like, you know, the real deal meltdown. And I'm an introvert. (laughs) I am shy-ish. I am respectful of people. And I typically think that being respectful Of a person's boundaries means leaving them alone so in a situation like this typically I would just completely ignore it and walk away thinking I was doing the right thing by not drawing attention to a tough situation I don't want the mom to feel any worse than she already does so typically I would just keep my mouth shut and keep walking but something told me to do it differently this time and I never do this. I never do this sort of thing. I never approach a stranger. I never start a conversation in a store. I just, I keep my head down and I go from point A to point B. But this poor mom. And so she had a bag on the ground and I just, I walked up to her. And I said, can I help you with your bag? And she said, no, no, thank you. He just, uh, uh, she was stumbling through her words because she didn't even know how to explain her son. And I didn't need an explanation. I don't need an explanation. None of us do. We don't owe that to anybody to feel like we need to explain our children's behaviors. That's just not, it's just not right. But either way, she was trying to apologize for it. And I just kept saying, I, I feel you. I've been there. I've been there. I hear what you're saying. It is so hard. I feel for you. And that's what I was saying to her. And she said, do you want to know what this meltdown's about? And I was like, oh, goodness, what, you know, dreading who knows what the answer could be given my own experiences with meltdowns. And typically the trigger is something tiny and it it really comes back to a bigger issue. This little toddler just wanted to drive the car. While they were on the way to daycare and preschool, he wanted to be in the front seat and he wanted to drive the car. And obviously that's not going to work when you're barely three and that was the meltdown and she said I don't know what I could have done differently and it just seemed like the right moment for me to simply say to her nothing nothing you couldn't have done anything differently because you're here and I said this to her and this felt this felt good coming out of my mouth I said you're here right now and you just showed up for your child because you didn't lose it you're giving him a hug He knows he's safe with you, that he can have these feelings with you. And once he goes inside those doors, he is going to be okay because he's going to get distracted and go off to play. And as I'm saying these words to her, and again, like this is really out of my character. It's not that I don't think these thoughts. I just never say them, which I should. Because she started to cry. And she's just like, thank you so much. And I just realized how powerful our words are, especially to other mothers. Because I love the hashtag mothers supporting mothers and I use it all the time on Instagram, but it's so important. And we all say, all the moms, we all say, oh yeah, we'd love to support other moms, but do you? Like really, do you? What does that look like? And I'm not just challenging you, I'm challenging myself. I thought I was a mothers supporting other mothers, but that support can't be done in my head. I need to act on it. And so having this mother cry, I mean, I certainly didn't want her to, but she did. And I said to her, again, I feel for you. This is something we have struggled with in the past too. And you're definitely going to need an extra large coffee to get through this day. And she just said, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now she could have just said, I'm fine, you know, and, and I would have taken the hint and I would have walked away but I'm so glad that I gave it a shot that I gave it a shot took a chance just to see if she needed help or needed to vent or whatever and she needed to be heard and when I drove away I saw her instead of standing and kind of scolding him from above she was on his level on the ground embracing him and I don't know what happened from there but I am sure that that boy felt his mother's love. There's no doubt in my mind. Doesn't mean he, if he, you know, he may have kept crying for 10 minutes, but he felt it because it's there. And that mom showed up. She did whatever she could. We all do. It doesn't matter if we're looking like a hot mess or if we are frustrated and flustered and sweating. Oh my gosh. So many times trying to wrangle a screaming toddler and I just remember the sweat like oh my gosh, I'm so hot. You know because it's just it's a lot but to support other mothers we have to show it you just show that support and I I guess I never really did and I did today and that felt good and that act of kindness that I did for her I'm sure it helped her I hope it did but I'm telling you it helped me it helped my mental health I drove the rest of the way to work feeling so good about myself as a mother and it was like, yeah, I do get it. I have been there. I am still in those trenches pretty often. And that mom needed to be seen and heard. And I can do that for another mom. And I know you guys can do it for me. And, and so many of you, my new friends, like you do it for me all the time. You'll listen to an episode and then you'll send me a DM and you'll just say, hey, you're doing a great job. And I'm like, oh my God, we all need this. You need it. I need it it's pretty powerful now I thought this was the end of my day with episodes of kindness that I didn't see coming when I woke up this morning but no there were more when Mr. Seven had a hard time and he got a little nervous at school today and he took a trip to the nurse the nurse called me he was outstanding Because he quickly realized in talking to Mr. Seven that there was anxiety going on here and and nerves. And he sat with him in that feeling. He sat with my son in the nurse's office with that feeling of anxiety and dread. And he talked Mr. Seven through it. And he... Totally turned Mr. Seven's day around. I mean, I I don't know what would have happened if it weren't for him. He probably would have gotten himself sick and I would have had to pick him up and he would have missed the reading with his buddy and the kindness of this nurse to give a hundred and ten percent of himself when he didn't have to do that. And he could have said to my son, You look okay. Try taking a drink of water, go back to class. Right? And there would have been nothing wrong with that. That's kind of policy. He wasn't sick. He was nervous. But instead, this nurse took it upon himself to talk with Mr. Seven and ask him what was wrong and really kind of talk him off the ledge. And then finally, when he got through to Mr. Seven's head with some logic that really works for him, he said to him, are you feeling better? And Mr. Seven said, yeah, and he was, and he left, and that was it. This nurse did not have to do that. That act of kindness... It went a long way for Mr. Seven, it certainly went a long way for me, but I hope that it went a long way for him too, because he should have been able to hang up that phone after talking to me and recognize how grateful my voice was to know that he is making a difference in children's lives just by chatting with them and being there for them and showing up for them. He's like my new favorite person right now. I just was completely blown away by his kindness. And then, to top it all off, Mr. Seven did make it through the day. It was a big day. He was very, very brave. And, well, two things happened. First of all, I, I picked him up from school today. So it was just me and him. I, it's hard to explain, but I know you moms get it. It was hard to explain how I felt when I saw him at pickup time. A child who really did not want to go to school today and was very nervous about it and who had a panic attack at school and who went without his sister for the first time this year and he just was so brave and I saw him in line with all the big kids and I pulled up to the curb and I never do this I normally just open my van door and the kids just scramble in but this time I opened my door and I met him on the sidewalk Oh, and he gave me the biggest hug and I gave him the biggest hug and he put his little hands on my face and oh my gosh, it was like, whew, like, I'm emotional just thinking about it. It was, it was awesome. It was so special because he was brave and I could have just said to him this morning, I know you don't want to go to school, but you just have to do it. It's going to be fine. And he would have been a mess, but I made sure that I really focused on all the wonderful ways he was showing up as himself today. And that was in bravery and courage and doing things even when you really don't want to. I mean, he really, he had to work through that. That hug was the best hug I've ever had <laughs> from my son. And he he knows it too because at bedtime tonight he said, when you pick me up again, can you come out of your car so we can have a hug like that again? So he felt that too. And we got home and... We got some milkshakes for a treat because he just did such a good job. And we brought one home to his sister who wasn't feeling well. And I opened up his backpack and I'm cleaning out his folder. And in his folder is a note from his teacher. And it's like a full page note, not like a sticky note. It is a full page piece of paper. She wrote him the most amazing letter telling him how proud of him she was for doing something brave and coming to school without his sister and reading with his reading buddy. And she knows how hard that was for him, but he persevered through it because he can do anything he sets his mind to. I mean, she did not have to do that. By being the kind person that she is and just welcoming him into the school day, that could have been enough. But she showed up as the amazing, wonderful educator that she is, and told my son what she was feeling. And what if we all did that, right? What if we all told everyone what we were feeling? Especially when it's a good thing. I guess we wouldn't say everything. But what if every time we thought something kind, we just said it out loud? It sounds simple enough, right? But we we don't. Like, for example, and I'll use me as an example, 100%. I have a hard time just going up to random people and talking. (laughs) That makes me uncomfortable, generally. But what if every time I see a mom who is struggling, I say, Hey, do you need any help? I've been down this road and it's tough. What about every time I see somebody I work with and they might be wearing... A really awesome outfit that just looks amazing on them. And I think in my head, wow, they look so good. What if I said those words out loud every time to people who weren't my friends and and who I might be nervous to talk to because I do still feel nervous to talk to people at times. Would that help them? Yes. Okay. That would totally make their day. We know that. We know those acts of kindness make other people's days, but that's not really what my focus is in this episode. It's on how it makes us feel, the people saying it. It's about helping us through our own mental health struggles by focusing on what we are strong in. And if what we are strong in is walking to a stranger at the end of a sidewalk and offering to hold a bag while her child has a meltdown, well then okay, great. If it's complimenting someone on how they look or how they acted or what they're doing, great. If it's just showing up with a hug and, hey, tell me what happened last night. Okay, great. It doesn't matter what you do. But when you make that effort to take the thoughts that you were thinking and put them out loud for someone else to hear, you are changing your own brain chemistry I mean it's got to be a thing I'm not a scientist but I'm just gonna guess it has to be because you feel good about what you're doing and when you feel good about what you're doing you can go home and say you know what I love this phrase showing up I love it you showed up it doesn't matter what the version was I'm exhausted I'm actually recording this with my eyes half closed not kidding I feel the thoughts, though, and they need to come out, and I want to share them with you, but man, am I tired. And we all just show up how we show up. We are who we are. There is no perfection. There is no rule book on handling these situations. What to do when your child melts down in the preschool parking lot. Like, no. Cry, yell, drink coffee, whatever. We need to support each other. And it just feels so good on yourself. And so that's the the challenge that I would pose to you today. I would love it if you did just, just one time today. Or more, but at least one. At one point in the day when you have a thought about someone else that's positive, I want you to say it to them. That's it. That's the whole challenge. Say it to them. Whether it's, you nailed that presentation today. Or... You, your hair looks amazing, or I know you're going through a tough thing right now. How can I help you? Or maybe it's to your kids. If you were home with your kids all day and it's just you and them, same thing applies. What is something amazing that runs through your head? It might be noticing that your child is playing so well by themselves. Tell them. It may be that they tried a new food even though they didn't really want to. And you're really proud of them. Tell them. Maybe it's the tucking in at bedtime. And it's the picking out the outfit for the daytime. It's bringing them to the playground. And it's fixing their lunch. And it's getting on the floor with them. And it's reading them books. Whatever. Tell them how you feel about what you're doing. And I am telling myself this. This is a challenge for myself too. Tonight I read some of Mr. Popper's penguins to Mr. Seven. And in my head, while I was reading it, I was thinking, I love reading with this kid. I love when he just kind of gets cozy under his blankets and he kind of zones out, but I know he's listening. I love that. But you know what? I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. And think about how good I would have felt if I did tell him. He would have felt good and I would have felt good. And there's no guilt. There's no guilt. I'll do it tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. But I know now that by saying the kind things that are on my heart, I not only am changing that person's day, but I am affecting mine as well. So that's the challenge. Now, here's what I want you to do with that challenge. I want you to tag me or DM me and share who you said something kind to. And it sounds so childish when I say it like that. Like, it's not like, I like your shirt. Like, it's not like that. We're not in elementary school. I am, actually. I am in elementary school every single day. But I'm talking about the adult version of this very childlike exercise. How can you make someone's day? Because in turn, it will make yours. It will make yours. It will affect your mental health in a positive way. So I want to know about it. I want you to share it with me. Tell me what you said or, or if someone said something to you and, you know, how that's changing your mental state for the day. How do you feel now that you know you've made someone's day? Thanks for listening today. If you would like to talk with me personally where we can chat and just get to know each other like old friends, I would love to do a discovery call with you. Go to my website ontheharddays.com and click on schedule a call. And if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, please do so so that you get the latest when they roll out. Not to mention, please leave a review if you feel like this episode spoke to you. That way, the podcast will be shown to more mothers. And finally, you can find me on Instagram at ontheharddays with dots in between each word or in my free Facebook community on the hard days podcast and community. If you are feeling isolated in your parenting journey, I encourage you to reach out through any of these means so that I can connect you with your people and support you in whatever way you need.